Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We have not been on the air since Friday, and it feels like... A million things have happened since Friday. And so, thank God we're on the air today to talk about all of them. We had the AEW All Out Weekend. We had everything that happened on that show, including Matt Hardy taking his big bump to the cement. We had Raw on Monday with Ivar doing a big dive. He ended up in the hospital. Trying to get an update on him as well. WWE issued a statement yesterday. We'll tell you about that. We had Raw last night, obviously, which is leading to the Clash of Champions pay-per-view. We had the return of Drew McIntyre. We got so much stuff. NXT is already tonight, because once again, they're airing on a Tuesday. AEW is tomorrow with the follow-up to the All Out show. And really, it is your chance also today for feedback. There's been so much stuff going on. You have not had a chance to give us your feedback on the air since Friday, so... No phone calls today. There's just way too much stuff to talk about. But if you would like to send a text message, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. Obviously, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email. At Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi will be here in a moment at Sempervivi. Also would like to announce that since I talked about it on the Brian and Vinny show, actually was on the Filthy Tom Lawler show on Monday, how impressed I was with the New Japan Strong Show, and particularly Fred Rosser, the former Darren Young, who hasn't done much at all in three years wrestling-wise, and then showed up in New Japan of all places and had a really impressive performance. He will be our guest on the show tomorrow. The former Darren Young, Fred Rosser, on the program tomorrow. So we're kicking off a very exciting week we got a lot to talk about, and we shall kick it off for everybody listening here after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. Sometimes our food is more than just food. It's an integral part of our community. So this year, 
Discover is giving $5 million to support Black-owned restaurants. To places like Rodney Scott's Barbecue in Charleston, Post Office Pies in Birmingham, Back in the Day Bakery in Savannah, and hundreds more places in your local community, all across the country. Learn how you can show your support at discover.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Looking at, looking at, looking at me Look at that, look at how they're looking at me Eyes all sticking like honey on bees Look at that, uh, look at how uh. they're looking at me you're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Here, Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W video. The mightier 1090 AM across all of SoCal. And already the homies in the Twitch chatter. So angry we're not taking calls today. Listen, maybe we'll take some calls here today. Right now, there's so much to talk about that we're just going to talk about it. Like that shirt. Don't even get going on my shirt. The last time I wore this shirt, all I had was people in the chat telling me how great my shirt was. Now they're like, ha, it's the most plain shirt Brian's ever worn. (laughs) They turned on you, white-ass shirt. (laughs) Get out of here, everybody. So listen, 
We have not done a show live here on Sports Byline since Friday. Now, granted, if you're a subscriber at WrestlingObserver.com, I've done like 10 shows since Friday. We've talked about everything. All Out, Matt Hardy, Ivar, Raw, AW on Wednesday, NXT tonight. So I've already talked about all this a million times. So what we're going to do today, since there's so much stuff, is I, I will allow you, the listeners, to dictate the course of this show. I got a big list of things here. There's a couple things I really want to get into. But other than that, it will be your feedback. It'll be your text messages, your emails that will dictate the course of today's show because it's a live show and it's your show. So the first thing I do want to mention here is there were two injuries this weekend. We have talked forever on the website about Matt Hardy. Very quickly, Matt Hardy got knocked off a scissor lift by Sammy Guevara in their match. They fell through two tables. Matt was knocked completely unconscious. I actually went and timed it. Matt Hardy was unmoving on the cement floor, unmoving for 47 seconds. And eventually he stumbled to his feet. They stopped the match. And then the doctor miraculously, I I don't even know how, he cleared Matt Hardy to resume the match. Matt Hardy starts climbing a scaffold. Sammy takes his big bump off the scaffold. And uh, Matt wins the match. And, I mean, I I will spend 10 seconds on this. And I do want to read one email here. But in general, I mean, my rule, if I ran wrestling, is if you're unconscious, it's done. Okay? It's done. There is no getting cleared two minutes later. There is no asking the guy, follow my... It's He's done. If you're unconscious, it's done. Mark here, he wrote in this morning... Just a quick note in support of your point on concussions. I cover the NFL for a living. So this guy covers the NFL for a living. And for all of the NFL's problems, they're definitely better than wrestling right now in this area. There was a game I covered last year where the quarterback, Josh Allen, was knocked out for a few seconds. Now, he appeared to be 100 times better than Matt Hardy afterwards. He was up. He was moving fine not long afterwards. But because he was unconscious, even just for a few seconds, he was not allowed to return, and he was diagnosed with a concussion. I'm not a doctor, but basically their stance was, if you're knocked out at all, you are out, and you are not returning. All that goes along with the point you've been making over the past week. I think that's fair. I don't think that, I mean, maybe some of the old-timers would be upset about that, but I think... That in 2020, the rule should be across all promotions. If you are knocked out, you're out. That's it. Anything to add to that, Mike? Well, you know, he covers the NFL. One of the reasons that the NFL has had to make changes is because they've been forced into it kicking and screaming. And there was a game in 2017, Jacoby Brissett was, was knocked unconscious, obviously. And he was still allowed to play. And it's like, okay, you know, and protocol issues, we've seen this a zillion times. You know, what is protocol? Did they pass protocol? Are we sure they pass protocol? You know, this thing with Doc Sampson restarting the match, I mean, how about, first of all, we have a rule. Like, if you're going to do bumps off of scissor lifts, like, if you miss it, like, that's it. It's over. Like, there's there's no... 
acts. Don't worry about if he's unconscious, conscious, living. You miss if you miss a, a stunt of that level on a wrestling show and you land on concrete. Like that's it. There shouldn't be a question over whether he's unconscious or not. Let's get him in to make sure that his ribs are okay, that his the rest of his body is okay. I mean, how about that? That's number one. Number two, Tony Khan stopped it, and I'm not trying to say that you should run to AEW with pitchforks and torches, but you've got to call them out individually and ask them, and I want this explained because they have been very media-friendly, and I would love a better explanation on how the match gets stopped. You have talked about it at length, the condition that Matt Hardy was in. Then he's getting dragged along the floor. They throw up a second X. Doc Sampson then comes out. It's over. It should have been over right there. But then they start to walk. And, and then in that period of time, Matt Hardy clears the protocol? Okay, fine. What's protocol then? How is that determined on the fly, on the run, up the ramp with Doc Sampson? And also, this idea that, well, the doctor restarted the match. We can't stop it now. You already stopped it. Tony Khan stopped the match once. It doesn't matter what Doc Sampson says. You know, commissions and referees can overrule doctors. It's happened in boxing for a long time. So, like, that's it should have been stopped. Everybody there needs to, to really take into accounting for themselves, not the least of which is Matt Hardy, who is, I mean, this stunt was just ridiculous. Somebody has got to say no to these guys. And I will say this creatively, from a creative point of view, it, it, it wasn't. But the reality is, is, I don't think there was a worse feud this year than Sammy Guevara and, and Matt Hardy because it has been nothing but hard times and injuries and hard ways and blood and KOs for these guys. So if these two never touch each other again, I will be fine with that. Ivar, I was going to say more about Matt Hardy, but I think people are sick of it. So Ivar of the Viking Raiders suffered an injury during an eight-man tag on Raw last night. The Viking Raiders teamed with Apollo Crews and Ricochet in an eight-man tag match against Hurt Business. Near the end of the match, Ivar hit a suicide dive to the outside. He started making an X signal with his hands. He put up his own dreaded X. In the ring, Alexander avoided a 6.30 from Ricochet, gave Ricochet a Michinoku driver to get the win. By the way, I've asked several people about what happened there, and I have not gotten an answer yet, so I don't know what happened there. Uh, he kicked out at two, not even two and a half. Like, he kicked out at two, and the ref just signaled for the bell. So, I mean, maybe once Ivar got hurt, the call was made to end the match, and either Ricochet didn't hear it, or he was confused, or he thought, okay, we're going to go right to the finish, but this isn't the finish, so I'll kick out of this, and then we'll do the finish. But whatever happened, I mean, they ended that match. I think that's right, because it's not like MVP jumped up and celebrated with the Hurt Business in the background. It well, I'll talk about him for was... a second. That's actually something totally different. So anyway, after the match, medical oh. personnel were shown checking on Ivar outside the ring. WWE announced that Ivar suffered a cervical injury during the match. He was taken to the hospital as a precaution is expected to make a full recovery. So what happened with MVP was Ivar did this dive and immediately knew that he was hurt. And so he starts putting up the X. And he actually, because everybody caught him, he was laying on MVP's leg. So if you look after the match when the doctors are, are tending to Ivar, MVP is sitting against the dasherboards with Ivar on his leg, and he's just sitting there. 
which can't feel good because Ivar is a big dude. But I think that in MVP's mind, he thought, dude, I don't want to move this guy. I don't want to move this guy even to get my leg out from underneath him. So I think that MVP thought this may be pretty bad. So he just laid there with the guy on him. Now, WWE has said it's a cervical injury, which sounds really serious. But the last update they've given is he's expected to make a full recovery in the hospital was precautionary. I've heard nothing this morning, so I have no idea what's going on. Hopefully he's okay. I guess we just wish for the best and wait for another update from WWE. Yeah, it kind of looks like a stinger, but uh, whatever it was, uh, thankfully it's it does not look like it's that serious. So good luck to him. The other weird thing is I've seen so many dives that the landing looks so horrible. But this looked like every dive he's ever done, and he pretty much landed on his feet, which just goes to show anything can happen at any time. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, I said I didn't want to say any more about Matt Hardy. Because I thought people were sick of it, but that's what people are texting about. So here you go. I'll tell you what I was going to say. This person says, I would hate to call for anyone's job. However, the fact that Dr. Samson actually cleared Matt to continue that match is ludicrous, and he should be fired. Also, the fact that Dave, an observer, said they didn't let Matt do anything after the fall is BS. He climbed under their scaffold, pushed another person off without his whips. Well, what Dave was saying was he wasn't booked to take any more bumps. Okay? Now, the problem with this is, and I watched it again last night because we had an argument about how long Matt was down, and I knew that he was down for a considerable length of time, so I rewatched it during the show. It's obvious. So, after he got to his feet... And Sammy is drag. He's basically dragging him around because Matt can't stand up on his own. Literally. And Matt's trying to pull himself to his feet, and he pulls down Sammy's shorts in the process. Anyway, <laughs> in the middle of this stumbling around, I don't know if anyone noticed this or not, but Matt slips and falls and hits the back of his head on the cement again. Now, listen, okay? I know everyone wants Tony Khan's head. But Tony Khan saw this, and he stopped the match. He called for the match to end. All right? Now, after that happened, Doc Sampson ruled that he felt Matt was able to continue. Now, I don't know what happened in that discussion, okay? The discussion may have been, all I have to do is climb this scaffold, and he's going to fall off. We're just going to go right to the finish. I don't know what they discussed between themselves, okay? Whatever you want to say about this, at the end of the day, and listen, let me make this abundantly clear. Once the match ended, once he was knocked out, it should have been over, okay? But Doc Sampson, he is the doctor. And as a medical professional, for whatever reason, and as a non-medical professional, I disagree, But as a medical professional, he decreed that he felt Matt was okay to climb the scaffold and do... Now, if you want his head for that, if you want his head for that, you're welcome to have that opinion, okay? But that was the decision he made. Now, as far as Tony Khan goes, if you're the promoter, you should be able to take the word of your head of medical... And if the doctor says he can climb the scaffold, you, if you're Tony Khan, should be able to trust his medical opinion. Okay? Now, what happened happened. I don't think it ever should have happened. But 
Everybody wanting people to be fired. Doc Sampson should be fired. Tony Khan should step down. Listen. Come on. Something bad happened. And every single person that wants everybody's head on a platter, listen to me. You've all made mistakes. I've made mistakes. Semp has made mistakes. Everybody on Twitch has made mistakes. Everybody has messed up, okay? What's important here? Thank God Matt appears to be... Well, I shouldn't even say anything because Rebby is going to get mad. But the official statement is that Matt is fine and he's going to be on the show tomorrow. What I can tell you for sure is Matt Hardy is not dead. Matt Hardy is not paralyzed. Matt Hardy is not still in the hospital, okay? So my point of all of this is what we need now is to learn from this. What we need now is for this not to happen again. What we need now is for Tony Khan to maybe make the decree that, like in the NFL, if you're unconscious, the match is over. We need Doc Sampson to be on the same page. We need to hope that none of this happens again. But I am pretty irritated at this one strike you're out that I've been seeing a lot over the last couple of years now. You make one mistake and it's like, beheaded, canceled, you're done, your career's over. I mean, come on. Things happen. Things go wrong. And really, we need to just learn from it and not do it again. If there's a track record, that's something different. But one strike should not be you're out unless it's a very, very egregious strike. I know that Rebby thinks this is a very, very egregious strike. I understand that she thinks that. I think it's a very egregious strike as well. But I also don't think that everyone should be fired and Tony Khan should step down and all of this craziness that I'm hearing on the Internet. No, that's that's my silly. opinion. That's silly because – exactly. Well, look, it, it's true because it's silly. Now, it's, learn from it. Now, you need to have – to me, again, you need to explain it. You need to explain it a lot better than how it was explained. And, you know, I think anybody that shifts it quickly to Johnny Gargano or anybody else, I don't think is helping the cause here. You know, um, they explain it, learn from it, come up with some different protocols, including the fact that if if you disagree with the doctor or if it doesn't pass the eye test, it stops. And also another thing, too, forget about the doctor for a minute. Forget about... Tony Khan for a minute as a, a owner and look at him as a booker and as a a manager of these guys. Number one, you let these guys do this. Number two, that wasn't going to be the finish. <laughs> that wasn't going to be the finish. They had a lot more to go, and then it was going to lead to the pratfall off the scaffold. And so, I mean, right there. I, I think that should also be a cause to just step back for a second and go, what the hell are we doing here? Are we maybe taking this a, a little bit too out of control here? And is this really something that we constantly want to do? Are we are we really overdoing this because we've been able to get away with it? They didn't get away with it on Saturday. And I think from the booking point of view and the structure of these matches, that may be a, a reason for a little bit of pause here, too. All right. This person here says, can anyone just stop with the suicide dives? Well, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I don't even know about addressing that one. But I, I mean, if you want if you're worried about people getting hurt, I mean, there should just be some basic rules about how whatever dive you do, just make sure that people are able to catch you. Like, you know, Biggie's dive where he dives and 
spears him through the ropes, and they both just crash on the ground. I mean, something bad's going to happen someday. And, you know, the double, the the 450 off the top where you just hit everybody with your back and everybody falls down like bowling balls. I mean, I don't know. It's not going to Every, stop. Everybody, you know, I... I... We have in, somebody's going to dislike in 2020. In fact, there's cinematic matches and all these big spots and things like that. They're going to take place. It, but also, we what we know in 2020 is the fan base, especially AEWs. If you would have had a trick shot to that or pre-tape that or anything else, it would not have. It, it, who cares in 2020 it would not have taken anyone's enjoyment out of that match the people that are still going to absolutely hate those spots and hate that style and what they were doing fine they're going to hate it regardless so you could have done that whole thing not live and maybe pulled it off actually and should pull it off if that's the way if this is what you're going to do with these moves now you know you're not you're not in northern delaware in a field you know you're AEW with tons of money utilize that and do the cinematic portions if you're going to do the stuff that that's this dangerous any word on the all out buy rate or when we'll know it was the first AEW pay-per-view to not crack the top 20 of google trends that night well i don't know i mean i i i don't know what that means honestly i mean sometimes these trends are very very accurate sometimes they're not i also don't know what else was going on what what am i doing in the background here i don't know i, I think but i was the, checking I, on the twitch homies i i'm just all over the place here <laughs> the show the the show didn't feel kind of like there didn't seem to be a whole lot of hot buzz it felt like after the show or anything but i don't know if that's a I don't think it's got anything to do with the show. I think the people that were going to buy it bought it, but I just think there seemed to be a buzz on Saturday sports-wise. UFC didn't have anything. It just, everything kind of felt flat on Saturday night, to be honest. And again, maybe that's just my own feelings, but it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of buzz for really anything. You know, a lot of the fans were, obviously with what we do, our timelines were filled up with it, but it didn't seem to be a whole lot of access to that. Well, we have some other emails about other topics, including Cedric Alexander's turn last night. And I had a lot of people that thought I was going to be mad because I kept saying that Ricochet was probably going to be the one to turn. But let me be honest with you, everybody. I thought Ricochet was going to turn because I figured they were going to do a swerve here and do something that didn't make sense. So if you think I'm going to complain that they teased that Cedric Alexander was going to turn and then he actually did, uh, think again. I was I was very happy that they telegraphed they basically told a story that would lead you to think that Cedric was going to turn and there was a logical reason why and then they actually did it and his reasoning was logical awesome I have no problems with that in fact I thought the Smackdown show and granted this was a low bar because there have been some Smackdown shows that have been just absolutely horrendous lately and there are problems still with SmackDown and Raw, but I enjoyed SmackDown and Raw way more than usual this week. I mean, there is still the issue that, yes, they broke up Bailey and Sasha, who were the best thing on, on at least two shows and sometimes three. It makes me sad. I'm I'm flabbergasted that of the two, Sasha's going to be the babyface and Bailey's going to be the heel. They're breaking up every single tag team, including Angel Andrade. We have like three tag teams left, but we have tag team belts on both brands. I mean, at this point, they should just merge them. So things aren't perfect, but I did enjoy the shows more than usual the last couple of days. We can talk about that and so much more after the break. Observer Live. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work. 
work, but you gotta put in work, 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 work. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work. And my body do the work, 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 work. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to contact us here today, 425-780-7566 is the text message line. Just text messages for now. 425-780-7566. And somebody was asking, speaking of SmackDown, has the big dog helped the numbers? And Friday's show, 2.066 million viewers. 
So it was down 5.5% from the previous Friday. But still, this was the third straight week that SmackDown was above 2 million viewers. So my theory is that this is partially the Thunderdome. The show is so much easier to watch in the Thunderdome. It's not even, I mean, dude, may as well stay there forever. So I think it's the Thunderdome, and I think it's Roman Reigns. Now, I believe, and some people are going to say that I'm crazy, but I'm very confident here. I believe that if Roman Reigns was a babyface, these numbers would be better. I, I do believe that there are viewers that they've always been big fans of the big dog. As much as hardcore fans didn't like Roman Reigns as a babyface, I mean, the reason he was a babyface for so long was because he was the most successful babyface that they had. He sold the most merch. He sold the most tickets. House shows that he was on did better than, than house shows that he wasn't on as a babyface. And I know that he was getting booed and everything like that, but I think that turning him heel and making him a heel, I think it's going to make some people happy, but I do think that there are Roman Reigns fans that aren't going to be happy, and they're not going to watch the show to see him as a heel. I don't think it's like life or death or anything like that, but I, I do see the decline in numbers here for a show that opened up with Roman Reigns there doing a heel promo with Paul Heyman, and it was down from last week, so I think that's part of it. Let me let me ask you a question here, okay? Will those people Can you come send back? it to Brian at WrestlingObserver.com like everybody else, Mike? I, I could do that, but instead, since I got you right here, okay. I'm going to ask you directly. Will those fans come back, Ben, if that heel Roman Reigns alongside Paul Heyman faces off against Goldberg, if you bring in somebody like that? Do you think then they'll come back for that? Because... We did not get that at WrestleMania, and that seems like a match that I don't know if it's Royal Rumble. I don't know if you wait till WrestleMania. I don't know what you do with that, but that seems like a big, juicy thing that stands out as being better than anything else they can do, whether it be a babyface Bray Wyatt, Matt Riddle, no matter who it is, Goldberg is still going to probably trump all when it comes to Roman Reigns. Well, I don't know, and... Obviously, for questions like this, I look at what's happened in the past. And if you remember, when Stone Cold Steve Austin turned heel, it was an epic disaster. And it ran off tons of WWE fans. And he wasn't a heel for all that long. I mean, it was like he was a babyface again before the invasion was over. And the invasion was over in, like, November. But when he turned back babyface, they did not get all of those fans back. So... I don't know. I mean, I, I think there, if, I don't know. It's hard to say because you also had Roman gone for a long time. So if there were Roman Reigns fans that were gone when he was gone and they came back to see him and then he turned heel and they stopped watching again, maybe they will come back if he turns babyface. Or maybe they're just done. But it's not like, it's not millions and millions of them. I think it's like maybe a few hundred thousand. It's not the end of the world. But I cannot read the minds. Let me tell you one thing, Mike. I can't read the minds of wrestling fans. I can read the minds of I gave of up some. on that a long time ago. Uh, some of them I can, and they're very, very short stories. A lot of blank pages. A lot of them filled in with crayon. Words spelled incorrectly. This person here says, Your opinion of Murphy being caned by the Mysterio family. Dude, I so loved it. Awesome. Okay, now listen. 
on the same show, we had heel Shayna Baszler forced into a match with both of the the Riot Squad. It was Riot Squad versus Shayna. And then later, it was Riot Squad versus Nia. Babyface advantage in a handicap match. Okay? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, in the main event, we had four babyfaces destroying one helpless heel. But it worked. Because there are no... I think there might be a few. But there are very few absolutes in pro wrestling. It's all about context. It's all about timing. What is going on over there, Mike? G-Raph uh, just joined Retribution while you were talking. Did he <laughs> really? Did. Yes. Wow. I did see him pop up there. I wasn't sure what was going on. But listen, when the heels double-team Rey Mysterio and take out his eyeball, and the heels double-team Rey Mysterio's child... And they beat him. And I'm talking, this was like when I worked for ICW in the 90s on the indies and you caned a guy in his first battle royal and just absolutely beat him to break him into the business. I mean, this kid is just covered with welts. It was absolutely no holding back. They gave him the beating of his lifetime. When the heels do something like that and then... The heels get their just desserts. It's great. Time and place. I loved it. I was so happy to see all four of the Mysterio family beating the ever-loving hell out of Murphy and all happily getting their revenge as a family. I was over the moon. Loved it. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, moments of greatness uh, when it comes to baby faces are quite fleeting. And... I wonder now, since Rey Mysterio continues to bring the whole family in there, the whole now not just Angie, he's bringing Aaliyah in there too. Now keeps bringing all these folks in. I uh, wonder what comes next now for the women in the Mysterio clan, because I don't think that they're just going to disappear into the night. I don't think that's going to happen. I have a feeling they're going to be sticking around if they're going to continue to make this a family affair. So. Uh, yeah, I wonder where they're going to continue to go with this and how involved they're going to be and what where they decide to go. Will we see other people associated with Seth Rollins? Uh, how is this going to play with Murphy? All that sort of stuff. It'll be they've actually got me as interested as I've been in this whole thing. And in theory, it, it was I thought it was going to be at the end, but it looks like this could go on for a while. And I'm OK with that because Murphy is great. Seth Rollins, when he's not talking online, is fantastic. I love him uh, when he's actually on his game. And Dominic is so well protected right now, and that's okay. You know, he's working with his father and with some guys that can do everything all around him. And the story's been all over the place, and it's been, you know, kind of far-fetched in a lot of ways. But at least for what they're giving us in the ring, I'm fine if this continues on somehow. Chris in Vegas here says, Last month I was ridiculed on this show when I suggested Orange Cassidy go to the next level and do a promo or two. Did I ridicule you for that, or was that Mike? I, no, it wasn't me. I don't remember but, doing uh, that. I don't even remember this year. Well, Chris in Vegas, if that happened, I apologized. Just like oh, you apologized you for butt-dialing me on the text message line a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's always a receipt. You always got a receipt handy, don't you? Well... 
I could tell the whole story. Well. <laughs> now you got to. Go ahead. Okay, so the text message line, like, it, it, my, my phone never rings if you try to call it. I, I, have, I have no idea you called, but, like, I can go up on the thing and I can see that people call. And I'm always like, why are you calling? I make it so abundantly clear don't call, okay? So apparently you can also leave a message, all right? Which I also didn't know because I never look at the messages or anything. But it will it will type out the message, okay? So I forget, like the timing was something else. And I, I can't remember what the timing was, but um, you know what? It was right around the time of, of Sonia DeVille and her stalker. So anyway, I'm I'm setting everything up or whatever, and I see that the voice to text has typed out a message. I'm not going to read the message here on the air, but it came across very threatening i was like what is this and so for one of the rare times i listened to it and there was absolutely nothing threatening in the voicemail it was a butt dial and you could hear like kids in the background or something like that and it must have it must have voiced to texted i don't know how it got what it got but there was nothing like this on the message and then i found out that it was it was uh chris in vegas that had sent that message i was it was very flabbergasted I, he must have been very mad about us bearing him about orange cassidy was the impression i got but anyway who's top baby face on smackdown that i don't know otis i have no idea uh, hmm. sasha now i guess if she ever comes back actually yeah that would by by default it would be Sasha. it's kind of like when becky lynch is around they always got to factor into the equation what did you think about evan bourne's horrible botch do you think his AEW career can possibly... Of course it can. It was one what? botch. Yeah. And everyone... I mean, what happened was, it was the most humid night in like three years, according to a buddy of mine that lived there. And like the ropes are sweaty. And he went up there and he jumped and he slipped. And I mean, then he recovered and he ran wild. And I thought he looked really good in the match. And I'm sure he will be fine. I don't think that... I mean, listen, I know people hate comparisons, but if this were WWE... His new gimmick would be that he botched all his spots. At AW, they're going to move on and get him over. So that's who's, dude, who's dude in ECW? Oh, what the they hell made that the, uh, They made that his uh, gimmick, botching all this. JT, oh, man, who the hell was it? It's going to bother me now. Somebody, somebody, the homies in the, uh, the chat, somebody bring it up who it was. Seth has been great, this person says. JT Smith, thank you. JT Smith, there you go. Hey, Seth, it's a lot better when he's not cutting those boring-ass promos. Damn so, right. I mean, it's hardly... It still kind of sucks. Hardly like, a revelation. This, this would be a great time to change it a little bit again and make it just not such a douchey, you know, Jim Jonesy type of figure. I mean, I, to me, he plays it... Him, when he was acting slimy, being associated with Triple H, I thought that was the peak of Seth Rollins you know, as a heel, and he needs to get back to that feel. I, 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 and to me, Murphy needs to show off his personality more. They're, they're better off, I think. They can play as if they're holier than thou, but they don't actually literally have to try to make that part of the gimmick. Just be above the Mysterios and keep wanting to, to beat on them and, and to heckle the locker room. I mean, I just, to me, there's a way they can tweak this and save it and not have to rely on all those boring-ass promos and some of the things that weigh him down with this gimmick. So don't forget, everybody, tonight 
is NXT on the USA Network. Another Tuesday here. And the lineup for the show, which should be pretty good. Adam Cole, Finn Balor, no time limit match for the vacant NXT title. I want to make this abundantly clear. I don't know the finish. Okay? I did know the finish to the four-way Iron Man match a week in advance. But I do not know what's going on in this match. But I strongly think we are not going to get a clean one, two, three in the middle for the title. I, I do expect shenanigans. But I do mm. think I do think we will get a new champion tonight. Rhea Ripley, Mercedes Martinez. Inside. Wait a second. Wait a second. A I know you, we're getting close here, but when you say shenanigans, in a good way that we're going to want to continue the story, or I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, honest to God, do not know. But I just, I have, I have been given the impression we're not just getting a clean one tooth. Doesn't mean it's going to be like a screw job or anything like that. I just think it's like it's not going to be one on one and one guy beats the other. I'm sure more stuff is going to happen. Where you at, Pat McAfee? Bronson Reed, Austin Theory, and Killian Dane, Roderick Strong. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, as noted, tonight's NXT, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, NXT title match. Rhea Ripley, Mercedes Martinez in a cage, Bronson Reed, Austin Theory, and just added yesterday, Killian Dane and Roderick Strong. And AEW, this coming week, we have got Chris Jericho and Jake Hager versus Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss in a no-DQ match, which I think is going to be maybe a massacre, given that Jericho lost this weekend. We have an appearance by Matt Hardy. John Moxley is going to do a promo. We have MJF, I'm sorry, Kip Sabian revealing the best man for his wedding to Penelope Ford. And in the only other amount announced match thus far, Mr. Brody Lee defends the title against Dustin Rhodes, which sounds mm. like it could be a lot of fun. Any thoughts on the best man yet? I have no idea. I've given it zero seconds of thought, hmm. quite frankly. <laughs> but it's not just his best man, Mike. It's the best man. The best. So in wrestling, who's the best man in wrestling? Titus O'Neil? Well, he might be the greatest man in wrestling with his. He's got to be up there. Deeds. Yeah, very, very much so. Anyway, hey, we're out of time, everybody. We'll have more tomorrow, including Fred Rosser coming on the show, talking New Japan and more. Later tonight, myself and Vinny and Craig, a retro show. I don't know the time, date, nothing. I'll try and get it from Vinny and put it on Twitter. But he told us on the Sunday show, so the rest of you hopefully paid attention. And that's it. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody at Sports Byline, Twitch homies, the Mightier 1090 AM. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.